Migraine, I'm cranky, damn it! Wait a sec. There we go. Oh. There you are. There we go. Yes, good me? evening. Good evening. Yeah, I can, I can hear you now. Alright, good. Thank God, Jerry. If we had to wait 35 minutes for your computer to start up, I may have lost my shit. I would have too, because I am in a severe amount of pain. Oh, this is going to be what? a great episode, everyone. <laughs> I have a massive fucking migraine. Jerry's ribs are falling out. It's going to be <laughs> fucking great. We're, we're a couple of shipwrecks. Yeah, no fucking shit. Welcome to Front Row Material! It's not for everyone. With Jerry Lynn! And I am going to blow you. Excuse me? And Mikey Whiprack! Out of the water. Here's your host, Mike Freeland! Oh, I hurt so bad. I want to cry. You know, Jerry, if you put a little more wine in that, I want to cry. Oh. Get a little McFoley out of it. Okay. <clears throat> I want to cry. No, I can't do it. I don't know what the fuck that was, but good effort. Ouch, <laughs> <laughs> it hurts to laugh. Oh, great. A for effort, Jerry, but an oh. F for failure. Yeah, I don't blame you. I give you, I give you an F for Foley, but that wasn't close. Maybe because I'm really hurt. It sounded more like Bill Clinton, to be honest. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, God. How about this? I want a quai. That was fucking on the money. Oh, that was Elmer Fudd, not Bill Clinton. Right, but that's what I said. It was on the money. It sounded just oh, like okay. Elmer Fudd. Okay, so, so my- Jim the Anvil oh. Neidhart has a crew cut and a beard. I'd say he's just like Elmer Fudd, but Elmer's not as weird. That was a poem by <laughs> Le- Leaping Lanny Poffo. Was it? The man who could suck his own hootus. You are like the Rain Man of Wrestling. How do you remember all this stuff? I'm a... So, hold on a second. What? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize what was going on until I actually listened in to the show on Wednesday. What are you talking about? The fact Good for paying attention, Freeland. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that whole thing was a big, uh, which is a big rib here. I'm going through headsets left and fucking right, freaking out that <laughs> things aren't working out. I'm thinking, God, Mikey's going to be pissed at me. I, I run in the bedroom. I ask my wife if she's got an extra pair of headphones. She's like, why? You already have enough. I said, they're not working. And what happens more than anything else? He's fucking with me the whole time. Yeah, but it got over. It did. It did. It worked really well. It's like that totally I, hidden I can't camera help, thing. I can't help that. I'm entertaining at all times. Doing everything I can to make the show a fun place for everyone. It is. And you do. And you do. Thank you. So I'm sorry to hear that you're not feeling well today, Mikey. This fucking migraine. When did it start? Uh, I had a really, really, really bad one on Monday. Okay. Which I called off of work. Oh, geez. Yes. And then today it just sucks. Right. So, yeah. I'm doing fucking peachy keen. 
So what do you typically do to combat these? Is there anything that actually helps at all or? Well, I find a fucking handicapped bathroom stall <laughs> and I sit there for about 45 minutes. <laughs> and that produces an unpleasurable effect as well. Oh. And uh, yeah. Wow. Hold, hold on. What? My phone is in my room and it's calling myself. What the hell? What do you mean your phone is calling yourself? My phone is back in the bedroom. I'm getting a caller ID on my watch from my phone. Your phone's calling you? You better go back in that room because I'm freaked out. Emma, go get I, mommy's phone. Don't send her back there. I what? wonder who's calling her. What? How the hell would I be calling myself? Well, go get the phone. Don't get it if there's red balloon back there. Hold on. Oh, there's nobody here. Mommy's being ridiculous. How would my phone? Landon, go get mommy's phone. So wait a minute. Does she have an Apple phone? Oh, for Christ. Yes, she has an Apple phone. So her wristwatch is telling her. He listens. This is weird. The phone. The Apple. It's not. It's it's not an Apple watch. It's a. It's a uh, Fitbit. It's a Fitbit. Oh. oh. Well, go get mommy's phone. No, don't. I think those listen too. Nothing happened. What was everybody freaking out for? Hold on. Your daughter's right. That's a little creepy. I don't think what I can get Parker's the phone. What are you doing with Parker's wooden truck? <laughs> Emma's over here freaking out. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm a little freaked out what too are you here. There's <laughs> nothing scary. Wonder who's calling. Stab, 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 stab. Dick. This <laughs> <laughs> call from my number. Well, then someone spoofed your caller ID. That's freaking weird. I'm trying to do a podcast here. We all do just sitting down. <laughs> go, go back to the room. <laughs> you have a sandwich. You got a towel on your head. You look like, you look like a, a habab. <laughs> what are you doing? What happened? Nothing happened. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> go. Come, come on now. Go. Let's, let's all vominos. Go. Like Dora says, Vominos. Now, now I gotta go back and sit in that. What, Dora? Take the train with me. Okay, it's a nice family. Thank you. I have a fucking Thank you for coming. Oh my god. Vominos. Dick. Yeah, just like Dora. Vominos. <laughs> Dick. I tell you what. Oh, Jerry, don't fucking do that. <laughs> Coming this fall. I got no calls. I got enough fucking problem. From Dick. <laughs> oh, Lord. So anyway, we know uh, Mikey's dealing with uh, his migraines and, and whatnot. Jerry, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh. What, what is going on? <sighs> Well, I started to work out, and I was doing these, following this exercise video on YouTube, Pam and I, and I only had 15-pound dumbbells doing bent-over rows, and I think I did them too fast, and I may have popped a rib or two, because Pam did it before in the past. That must, that, they must have been really long dumbbells. No. Uh, if you were doing bent-over rows and it hurt your hit, your, your ribs. Very funny. Take it deep! <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a knife sticking in my rhomboid. It hurts so bad. I can't even sleep barely at night. And my, of course, my chiropractor's, I think, on vacation this week because his office still doesn't even answer the phone. Oh. Wow, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> so the boss is out and not even answering the phone. But tomorrow I'm going to see 
Andy Douglas, he became a chiropractor. He's one half of the Naturals, the tag team in TNA, with Chase yeah. Stevens. So I'm going to go see him, see if he can help me out. Jerry, Dick. you gotta, you, you got to keep in mind here what? that when exercising, you are a senior citizen. Oh, shut up. So here we I'm go. just saying. Dick. I'm just, <laughs> 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 he was know. using fucking 15-pound dumbbell. Yeah, I used to do those with 110-pound dumbbells, but right. I did them too fast because this video, the guy goes really fast, and I shouldn't have. Well, you're going to watch that in slow motion. Yeah, there you go. I do. What What is the name of this? This is not like that insanity or any of that no, stuff. No, 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 no. And he's not going full speed fast. He can. He's just repping it out, and got to be careful doing those. Jerry, right. you want to get them done fast? Just ask Pam. Oh, very funny. Maybe I should ask Angel. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> ticker looked at i'll do it <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh i had my uh, wellness checkup and one of the yeah the, you, first of all jerry you can't be what? calling me with that information yesterday by the way why send me the i'm like oh my god panic no, I mean, panic panic fucking sets in well one of my levels was elevated I mean, my cholesterol was up a little. It went from like 188 to 201, which you don't want it over 200 anyway. My good cholesterol went up a little bit. But then there was some other thing that he said could cause blockages that jumped way up. He said, this is weird. He says, you've never had any levels jump like this. <clears throat> so he just wants to get my heart looked at, get some pictures taken. Great. I'm sure, I'm sure everything will be fine. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Way to take yeah. the mood down, yeah. okay. Dick. Let's just stick with the back injury. <clears throat> yeah, I can handle that. Well, I'd rather have you have a back injury than have something wrong with your ticker. Oh, me too, yeah. I don't think anything's wrong with it. I think all the lightheadedness and dizzy spells was from the monster energy drinks. Because I think at my age, I shouldn't be drinking that. Probably not. When was the last time you had a monster? Now it's been probably a week. You shouldn't drink that at any age, that shit. Oh, I drink that daily. Uh, case in point, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> well, years ago when I was still wrestling, if I was really tired, I'd take one of them little five-hour energy things in little bottles and pour it into a monster energy drink. Holy hell. But I wouldn't what? down it. I, would, I wouldn't down the thing. I would just sip it. You'd nurse it? That was like freebasing, huh? Holy shit. <laughs> Do you guys really think that stuff's serious? Like if you consume that on a regular basis? I, I would I say probably. That's a good point. I do now. Wow. I was not aware. Yeah, I drink, I drink the, uh, not the, the regular can. I drink the big one that has like the screw-off can that like the smoke comes out of it. Oh, yeah. I drink one of those every morning. Oh, wow. Great. I should probably just, I was told just take a bunch of B12 because that's what's in those is caffeine and B12. Where the hell am I going to get B12? I don't know the fucking vitamins. Where do they sell vitamins? 
The Valero like, next to the fucking beer with the pop top <laughs> orange label. It wasn't a Valero, it was a marathon. Well, that's even fucking worse. They actually built a uh, a small back end back room on the gas station where people can go back there and drink now. So Are you serious? People now go to the gas station. It fills up like a pub now. The parking lot does. Gas may be like a, an afterthought at this point. Yeah. The family who uh, who owns and runs the gas station built an addition onto it. And there's a back patio and deck. They have a walk-in cooler. And they have um, craft beers on tap. Hey, everybody. While you're waiting for your gas to pump, come back here and fucking pound a 40. Oh, <laughs> man. They have, a good, they have a good – and they have a food truck out there too. So people come there and just hang out. Wow. At the marathon. At the marathon, literally. All right. Hang out. Yep. That's uh You guys are fucking living it up in Cincinnati. I tell you what, we're not we're not yeah. fucking around. Yeah. So somebody sent me this just now, oh, Mikey. No. Um it was you getting I I guess the razor's edge on top of uh Mike Awesome's that seventies school bus. What? Do you remember that on Nitro? No, that wasn't me. How was it not you? Let me see. It's got Let me, how, the flaming how can, red. How hair. can I rephrase that? It wasn't me. Are you looking at the video clip? No. Okay. Look, I've had a couple shots to the head, but I know it wasn't me. I never took a razor's edge on a bus from Mike Awesome. I've never taken no, I've never I, taken I, a razor's edge on a bus. I'm not saying it was from Mike Awesome. It looks like it might have been. You, the, you motherfucker. You said 70s Mike Awesome bus. Y- yeah, the bus. I didn't say it was Mike Awesome himself. Well, who else would do it? It Sting? might have been uh, Kidman. Wasn't me. Okay, well. Ooh. Don't you, mother- motherfucker. Wow. You act like, you act like I'm lying. What did, no, I don't, were you supposed I don't to, think you're lying. Were you supposed to fall off the side of the bus like that? Let me look at this. Hold on. Man. Are you seeing this, Jerry? Yeah. Jerry, did you see the clip? Is that Mikey? Yeah, that's Mikey. It's Mikey. Yeah. Mikey took a a razor's edge. I don't think he was supposed call to that. fall off the bus. No, I don't think either, because that's a fucking far drop. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. That's me. That's yeah. a drop pie. That is a no, drop No, that's not pie. me. Yes, it that's is. That's not me. That is you. Yep. That's, that's you. <laughs> no, it's not. That's that one is. of the clowns. That's no, one of the clowns. Are you no, serious? No, it's not. That's not ICP. That's, that's you. One, that's one of the clowns. Is it? Yeah, named Mikey Whipwreck. I'm telling you, it's not me. Oh, you know what? That is absolutely. Motherfucker, it's not me. For a second, I'm looking at this going, man, I don't remember this at all. No, I think it it was not me. It might be one of the clowns. Did they color their hair red back then? Or reddish? That was not me. I don't know. Okay. Is that Billy Kidman, though? That's too big to be Billy. No, that's. That is not me, because I, I wore knee pads around my, my uh, boots. Oh, okay. That's not I don't me. Know. Okay. okay, for a second there, I thought it was you. I thought it was Mikey as well. Nope. Fire engine red hair. Because totally I was in ECW by the time Mike Awesome got there. Okay. Like I said, I've done some wild shit in my day, but I don't think I would remember that. You, you never got the racer judge on the partridge of us. You hear what I just okay. said? I said I, yeah. I just said I did some wild shit in my day, but I don't think I'd remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! No, I think I would remember that, but that that is not me. Okay. 
I like how Mike makes the effort to go catch the poor bastard. As if holding his leg is going to stop him. Yeah. Oh, that's <sighs> a... No, not me. All right, that'll work. It was not you. I'm replying saying not me. The Jersey Devil 82 is going to go, yeah, no shit, it's not you. I know that. Now I'm going to feel like an idiot. Should we do an open? I, I think we're ready. Are you ready, Mikey? I'm ready. Dick. Welcome to an... <laughs> Are you ready? Dick. Welcome to another... <laughs> Go ahead. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. Well, come the fuck on. I'm joined by ECW legends Dick. Mikey Whipwreck and Jerry Lynn. Dick. Jerry Lynn. <laughs> Why? Why do I even try? What's the fucking point? Oh, my God. All right. I don't... So, I don't I don't think you understand, Dick. <laughs> we got a lot of great feedback from last week's episode. I'm glad you all enjoyed the uh, Brian Blair. Dick <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I'm done now. That Mikey pulled on me, which yeah, I was unaware of. Egg sucking. Okay. <laughs> I'm over here and you're over there. Jalen's over there cutting promos and everybody. Mike Freeland's there trying to do a nitro and he can't do it. Do you know why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. What's going we on? We got a week? lot of good feedback from last week's episode. You guys, we do appreciate all your uh, interacting on social media. Thank you very much with that. So I have been getting a lot of... <laughs> I've been getting a lot of... I've been getting a lot of dick, yeah. That's the migraine talking. That's what I'm going to blame it on. That's the migraine talking. And now... Dick? I don't know. So, what about the feedback? What just happened? What in the motherfuck? You gotta be fucking kidding me in the asshole. What is bullshit? What? Fucking Skype. God damn it. Oh, what? Why? He's ribbing us. Why? Here we go. Why? See? Great. I'm not playing last, this game. last week it was headphones. This week it's his microphone. Suck my ass. Yeah. Oh, Great. boy. Here we go. Oh, my God. The problem, Jerry, is I'm not going to play along in the rib. I'm just going to play, play wordscapes. Okay. Dick? Can we play together? Do I have to download that app? I don't think we can play together. I think it's a one-player deal. Oh, really? I think so. No, oh, that's how it's going to be. You don't want to play with me, huh? Dick? I would... I would. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I was going to ask you. So, if you guys can get the babysitter and you come down for that music fest, you're staying at our house, right? We can. What's that the mean? bonus, the bonus space. Why was it going to just assume such a thing? Well, okay. I just wanted to make sure you're comfortable. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the bonus space my own. Well, you'll have to take that up with Annabelle. Is she moving there? Yeah, she's gonna move there. Good for her. I'm giving in. Good. If I know what's good for me. Yep. Yep. Keep her happy. I know. As long as she keeps watching that ID network and those true crime stories, boy. Oh yeah, you better uh Yep, gotta mind my P's and Q's. So Okay. Well it's about time. No, I've been I've been here. I got kicked off of the fucking call. I don't know what was going on with my goddamn Skype. Oh. Yeah, Skype kicked me off and I, I just <clears throat> I just got so fucking livid just here just now. Didn't oh. like your language. Must not have. Stick. So been getting a lot of feedback from listeners and a kind of a consistent theme they've been asking me is they would like to know what Mikey and Jerry's opinions and thoughts and or feelings regarding the very first one night stand. Were you, were you involved in it, Mikey? The first? Yeah. Not, not in the relaunch of the whole thing, but I I was there for the first, uh, Two pay-per-views. And what what year was the first one? It was two thousand five. Uh, okay. So two thousand five was the first time they had done done one night stand. <laughs> so, kind of before we go into some of the details regarding the event, let me ask you this: ECW ends. You know, there's that lull between when ECW ends and obviously when WWE decides to go ahead and do this reboot. So, I guess my first question to you would be. You went ahead and you did some other stuff, Mikey, correct? You went ahead and you did the independence after ECW ended. Were you Yes. Were you as consistent with it or was it more or was it more um were you taking more time off, obviously just to kind of let your body heal up, or were you still going at a at a at a pretty good booking? Uh well, I keep myself kind of busy because I had to make money. You know, I didn't want to completely deplete my savings account. But I was staying kind of busy. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't saying, you know, three or four nights a week. You know, maybe maybe two, two nights a week. So I, I was all right. No. And you were working your full-time job at that point, correct? Well, it was nice when ECW closed. I mean, we, was, we, were, we were still getting decent money on the indies. You know, so I could work two nights a week and be all right. More than I had been making in ECW, ECW at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a question, you know, a lot of people have been able to say, I, anybody, was there anybody who was still kind of reaching out to everybody and trying to keep people together as far as, hey, do you need bookings? Was anybody trying to help each other out or was it just kind of all man for themselves? Uh. It was kind of every man for himself. But if anybody would ask me, you know, who, who, you know, who to use or something, I would always recommend Jerry. Right. So I got, I got him in NYWC. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I wasn't really in a position anywhere where I could say, hey, bring this guy in, bring this guy in. Because usually you're in there once or twice. And then that was it. You know, but I would always give guys people, you know, hey, do you have this guy's number? Do you have this guy's number? And I was, you know. Always do the nice thing and say, well, I'll reach out to him and I'll give him your number if you want. 
Was there anybody that you knew that would make phone calls or would check in with people and see how they're doing? Would would a Tommy check in with people or is that one of those situations where it was more of a working relationship, you know, and, and your friends would be something separate? Would anybody ever check in and say, hey, how you doing? Or, you know, I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z or anything like that? Not really. I am very bad at keeping up with people. And the people I would want to talk to had jobs <laughs> in, in, in the WWE. And I always felt like, well, if I call them, they're going to think I want something. Right. And I'm just very bad at keeping in touch. Well, that or it's, it's hard to keep in touch with people because everyone's on the road and has different schedules and are in different cities. So it, it's tough. And it's easier now because everybody's got a fucking cell phone. So now it's, it's yeah, easier. Back, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still bad at it. But back in the day, I mean, not everybody had a cell phone. So what was that? And I know we kind of talked about life after wrestling. We talked about that. But then obviously, you know, Nick. you guys would go into your full-time jobs. But outside of twice a week, did you find out that as time went on, it, it stayed fairly consistent? Or do you feel like that kind of started to trail off itself as well, the older you got? Well, it really didn't have... For me, it didn't have much to do with age. It was just the business going in cycles. Right. And there was a time there where business just got slow. It was, you know, it wasn't, the territories weren't hot like they are now. Or not territories, but all the indies. And then, you know, most people run either Friday or Saturday. There's an occasional Sunday or, you know, not too many weekdays that people will run back then. I don't know how it is now, but... Mikey, did you expect to get a phone call or for someone to make a reference for you as far as WWE was? Did you have any expectations after ECW had ended that, you know, I will get asked to come aboard? Or were you thinking, if I do, that's great. If I don't, I don't have any expectation. I initially thought it'd be a good idea. But... Even like March and April of 2001, is that when it closed? Mm-hmm. 2001. My body was starting to feel pretty fucking shitty. And I had enough people up there where I probably could have got a job. You know what I mean? Right. I, don't, I can't say that I would have got a, a nice big huge spot, but I probably had enough. I, I could have got a job. But there's just no way I could have done the schedule. You know, if they did TV the first night of the loop or a pay-per-view and then TV, I and then the house shows, I probably could have got away with it. But being they were doing the house shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, pay-per-view Sunday, TV Monday and Tuesday, there was just no way. My bot, there's no way I would have made it. I would have made it a couple of weeks and I would have been a fucking broken disaster. Would they have ever gone to a, maybe an alternative type of schedule because or is that just the way it is? I mean, that's the schedule. You either work it or you don't. I mean, have you ever known anybody who maybe negotiated something like that in their contract to have a lighter schedule? Or is that something where you think either yeah, you're a- the fucking undertaker. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Nobody on my level was going to get a, hey, you can come whenever you, you know, 
you know, work five days a, a month. That, that no way that was going to happen. Right. Especially back then. Well, between what, 01 and 05, when you guys were, were doing different independents and whatnot, did you guys still hear a lot of the ECW chants when you guys were, or were going out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard it everywhere. Been on, you know, indies all over the place. That's, that, that's what a table was for. Gotta <laughs> get that ECW pop to a table. So in 2005, as the story goes, it was RVD who had mentioned something to Vince and said, hey, you got a lot of former ECW guys on your roster. Had you ever thought about doing kind of a, a one-off show and doing an ECW type of show? So when this was being talked about, at what point did you guys, and this goes for both you guys, when did you both hear about it? And when were you approached about it? And how did that maturation happen? And I know, Jerry, you were in a different place at the time, but. Well, I was there with WWF, you know, right before they bought WCW. And then when they host, did the whole uh, ECW, WCW, you know, WWF was F at the time feud and they didn't even ask me to be involved in it, which was fine. But that doesn't make shit. It was fine. That doesn't make Jerry. That doesn't make any sense though. Like why, how, why would you have that and then not have one of their former world champions be involved? Cause they're fucking stupid. I wouldn't want to do it because I knew it was (gasps) destined to fail because Vince would never put over (gasps) any other wrestlers from WCW or ECW over one of his WWF stars. Which, if he wouldn't have cared about that, it could have been a great thing. I mean, they could still be having dueling factions today. But, so, I really didn't, you know, everyone asked me, why Why didn't they ask you? I said, I don't know, but I really didn't want to do it anyway, because it was just destined to fail. I think it was his way of forever sealing the fate and legacy of the other two companies. But then, when they you know, wanted to do that first pay-per-view. Like you said, I was in EC, or I was, I was in TNA. And I think it was Tommy called and asked if uh, I'd want to do it. And I thought, why not get the extra payday, you know? So I asked the office, and I think Raven was at TNA too. And I think they asked him. Raven was there as well. Yeah. And so we got the okay from TNA to go ahead and go do it. Well, then Tommy calls me back and says, well, they don't want to do it now. I said, why? He says, I think they're afraid that you guys are going to pull something on live pay-per-view. I said, well, apparently they don't know me too well. He says, they probably don't even remember you working here. (laughs) So... (laughs) You mean as far as making some type of display or stunt that you work for TNA? I don't know. I I would suppose. No, they're afraid I was, you know, who knows. Which shows you how absolutely insane they are. Yeah. Yeah, What the fuck are you going to do on live pay-per-view and and burn the bridge? Right. Right. (sighs) And anyone who knows me knows I'm all business. I, you know. I wouldn't pull anything like that. I show up with a smile on my face and do what I'm told and get paid. And yay, I go to the bank. Yeah, that that just kind of surprised me because 
Raven tells a story about, once again, he was in TNA at the time, and it was brought up to his attention. And originally, TNA said, yeah, that's not a problem. You're fine. And then he went back and got a hold of Tommy. And then Tommy said, no, we're not interested. Then Tommy comes back and says, you know what? Change of plans. We are interested. And then he said TNA at the time had changed your mind and said no to that. So that was his version of the story. But Lance Storm defeated Chris Jericho. Super Crazy defeated Little Guido. Um, well, that was the match, Mikey, you were in. It was the three-way dance. Yep. So Super Crazy defeated Little Guido with Big Guido. Tony Mamaluke, Tracy Smothers, and Jiri with Mikey E. Whipwreck and Sinister Minister. Rey Mysterio defeated Psychosis. Sabu with Bill Alfonso uh, defeated Rob Van Dam, defeated Rhino. Chris Benoit defeated Eddie Guerrero, Awesome, and Masato Tanaka. And the Dudleys defeated Tommy Dreamer and Sandman. Yeah, I guess it was pretty authentic. I was thinking of the other one. What's the other one? Are you thinking about Hardcore Justice? That was a TNA one? No, the one where uh, JBL jumped Meanie and... That was that, that was I've, that was the first one. Yeah. See that that looked authentic, Jerry, because it was at Hammerstein. They had like an eighteen foot, like an ECW style ring. Okay. They used all the ECW guys, but they had the WWF guys up in the that up was, in the balcony shooting. That's what it was. But that that's was so was. that was ridiculous, though. That's what I didn't like. They had the Raw and SmackDown guys that were on there, and. Uh, Evidently, since you were talking about it, you know, we never talked about this with Meany because I know this is something that he's probably talked about at nauseum, but the whole incident between him and JBL, but um, evidently JBL was uh, was quite loaded that night. So I wonder if that might have played a factor in the whole fracas. But um, Mikey, when did you first hear about it? And I, I assume it was Tommy who reached out to you, but what was your initial thoughts to the whole thing? I was kind of like, I don't know. But then Tommy said it was going to be him and Paul Lee pretty much running it. How did Tommy say that? You want to come in and do it? There you uh, go. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, Tommy. I'm kind of like, yeah. He goes, it'll be as close to the real thing as we can get. I'm running it. Paul Lee's running it. It'll be great. You can come out with the devil and Tajiri. I go, yeah, I yeah, I, all right, I'll do it. Great. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. They'll send you a contract to sign it. But I think I found out right around the time Chris Candido died, I want to say. Okay. Probably late April, I guess. Early May. What was your feeling, obviously, with the event itself? I mean, it was in Hammerstein. It was basically your backyard. You guys had been there multiple times before. The crowd was pretty ruckus. Did it feel like, oh, my God, like time just stood still and you were back in the old days? Yes. With the exception of backstage being absolutely crazy and the awesome catering. Uh, but there was, I mean, they made it feel as authentic as they possibly could. I mean, they had the wall, the entranceway. I mean, they had Joyce Styles was doing commentary. I mean, it was just it, and the fans just had it just had that atmosphere. You know, the, the rabidness. So it was, it was a fun time. 
and ECW had been gone for what four or five years, so it was probably perfect timing. The fans were still starving for it. Yep, they paid me. They paid me five hundred bucks to do to do a twenty minute autograph session right when they opened the doors. They go, oh, you want to do? You want to go sign autographs up front? They go, sure, okay, cool. And we did it. And as we were waiting, um, Earl, I think it was Earl Hebner, or was it Dave? I think it was maybe it was Dave. But here, there, here you go. What's this? They go, oh, this is your payday for the for the meet and greet one. Holy fuck! Can we do more of these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect to get paid extra. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go sign autographs, no problem. Oh, here you get paid. And then, you know, towards the end of the night, they're walking around again. Mikey, how much, how much of a draw do you want? I'm thinking ECW draws. I'm going, I don't know, 50 bucks. He goes, what the fuck are you going to do with that? I go, 100 bucks? He goes, you know, you're in New York City, kid. I don't know, 300 bucks? Okay, here, here's 400. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. I used to uh, ECW draw, you know, 50 bucks. I love that. And you're happy There's, to get that. I love them. It was, it was. I think it was one of the Hebners. I think it was. I don't know for sure. Any of them. It don't matter. They're awesome. So you're there at the event. Obviously, it's it's feeling good. The vibe is good. Everything is going well. Does Is there any talk at that point in time amongst yourselves, hey, we could we could bring this back? Was there ever any conversation about that? Maybe Maybe not necessarily during the event, but maybe shortly after the event. Was there an after party? Was there anything like that where people got together or? As far as I always thought it was a one-off. I didn't hear any rumblings of more shows or anything like that. I thought that was just, that was it. Do you find it interesting? This is it! (laughs) (laughs) That WCW has been gone for over 20 years and no one is trying to have any type of, you know, WCW throwback event where they have the originals, but yet... ECW, a company that had only been around for less than 10 years, gets this crazy attention all the time, no matter what it is. I think I, Jerry, I mentioned, I compared it to like Bigfoot, just like the the fascination with it. Do you feel like if they went ahead and did another one, it would, uh, it would still get some good, some good draw from people? Or do you think at this point in time, now too much time has passed? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think maybe too much time has passed. And there's been so many that have been done already. Too many guys have passed. That Fuck. too. There's not many of us left. So bringing it full circle, the one night stand was June the 12th, 2005, Hammerstein Ballroom. Capacity, 2,500 people. You know what you get at one night uh, stand? Yes. Dick. <laughs> you know what else you get? Just a shot in the dark. One, One step. step away from you. Wow. And that's why I was a wrestler and not a singer. Indeed. Uh, according to reports, many people backstage in WWE were very happy with how One Night Stand 2005 went. And many former ECW wrestlers uh, got good reviews from how the pay-per-view went. The buy rate was 325000 so that was actually really, really good. Um, it actually crashed WWE's website for people who were trying to stream it online. So th- the first one went really, really well, and 
it seemed that in 2005, there was still a lot of fervent energy um, for ECW. At that point, I don't necessarily want to use the word nostalgic because it wasn't long enough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, by all means. You said fervent. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. It's just, I think this pain pill's kicking in. Dick. WWE also was very successful with uh, several of their DVDs that they had made on ECW and several books that had recently come out, which Didn't led Vince Mc- that either. Which led Vince McMahon to consider consider bringing ECW back as a full time brand to compete, and I'm using air quotes with that with SmackDown and Raw. So now we're past the pay per view itself. Now we've kind of moved on to hey, we're thinking about bringing it back. Were you were you notified about the product coming back? Same question goes for you, Jerry. Were you notified that the product was coming back, and was there interest either from WWE or from your side about coming in? Oh hell no! No, I I never got a call. Nothing. I Which, did. I. Trying to think, two thousand two to two thousand. I was under contract with TNA anyway, or not? I don't know. Not really. Did I have a contract? I don't know. Right now, our audio sounds like someone's getting tased. Can anyone else hear? Yeah, that? it does. I don't know what that is. I don't Mikey. Know. I don't. Hear I heard it. it. I heard it. Mikey, when did you find out that uh, they were happy with One Night Stand and they were thinking about going ahead and bringing it back? Did somebody tell you? Did you find out online? How did you find out? And then did subsequently anyone call you? <laughs> Dreamer called me. And how how did that interaction go down? Mikey. We're doing another, we're doing another <laughs> pay-per-view. Same place. One Night Stand 2. Makes no sense. How can you do one night stand to? You want to do it? Sure, Tommy. Okay, good. I'll talk to you later. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go? Wow. So you got asked to come back for the second one night stand, but I mean the product that was launched on sci-fi. He asked me at the pay-per-view. Okay. Well, well, is that something I want to be interested in? I said no. Because the schedule again or your injuries uh, or yeah. what? Just I couldn't do it. He goes, it'd be good. You go in the loops with Kurt Angle. And I'm like, ooh, that'd be interesting. No, thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the opportunity. So it existed, but it was just yeah. a, you know what? My body can't take it right now. It's just. I just, there's just, it would have been no way. Right. Absolutely no way. Right. Uh, the thought of wrestling Kurt Angle, fuck, that's like a dream come true. Sure. But he's like a fucking machine. And if my body wasn't physically able of keeping up, it, I, I didn't want to have to work wrestle Kurt Angle night after night and have it suck. Right. Because I was just fucking limping along. What version of Mikey Whiprick do you think would have had a good match with Kurt Angle? Um, any of them. 
Except for the one at that time in 2006, correct? I would have been great for one night. Right. As we all saw, Frank and Mikey. <laughs> WrestleMania weekend, New Orleans. <laughs> and I, I, what I did with fucking Dexter Channing up in Toronto. But night after night after night, there's just no way. I can tell you now because when I did a thing at WrestleMania, I felt like a fucking dog's ass. For fucking almost a week. I'm still not right from the fucking thing from Toronto. And that was at the end of March. So there's, it's just, I couldn't do it. I did. Well, I could have done it, but, but I would have been hopped up on fucking pain pills all the time. Right. And you know, you know what happens then? Yep. So I'm like, there's no fucking way. So you were asked, Jerry, you were not asked. But obviously, both of you eventually saw the product of ECW on Sci-Fi. So let me ask you this follow-up question. Obviously, it was nothing like the original. I think that goes without saying. What were your thoughts when you saw the relaunch, when you sat back and watched it? Did you feel, oh, God, why? Or was it painful to watch? Like, what did were you your see thoughts? The, did you see the fucking mummy? I did. Well, there you go, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they brought back the Yeti. Yeah, that one from WCW? Yeah. That was... No, that's the Yeti. The, that was... Yeti. That was butt fucking Hogan or something like that? I don't know what was going on oh, there. Boy. Oh, my God! It's the Yeti! <laughs> from Miliwake. <laughs> which means, which is Algonquin. Oh, God, or, stop. Oh, God, <laughs> stop. <laughs> God damn it. Stop it. <laughs> What's that mean? No. <laughs> it means butt hump the holster. <laughs> <laughs> Now when I ask the sheik, what does Miliwake mean? <laughs> it means fuck his ass. <laughs> With yete ass, fuck his ass. Old Himalayan way. Wow. Humble the hogster. Well, ECW on Sci-Fi ended up going for four seasons. They had 193 episodes. 193 too many. Yeah. It, uh... I don't think it worked very well. But at least it gave some of the boys a payday for a while. They called it ECW. It was not ECW. It was absolutely no. not, no. It if they would have called it fucking something else, it would have been fine. The premiere episode got a 2.79 rating. It was the highest rated cable show in its time slot. However, things gradually went down from there. Uh, Did you see the fucking mummy? The zombie? What the fuck was it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. It went down right from there. Yeah. It might have started at 2.7. They saw poor Tim Arson, the late Tim Arson. And they said, what in the fuck? Click. I know I did. Yeah, I couldn't watch it. And, and then did heard Hack's terrible fucking music. Oh. What was it? 
<laughs> it was Look 90%, it up. man. Look it up. Did, um, did you talk to anybody, the ECW originals, about how they felt about that? Did anybody ever, you know, in passing or when you were working other shows, say, hey, are you? did you see this? You know, this is this is a joke, et cetera, et cetera. Did anybody ever say anything to either one of you guys about what the WWE was doing in essence to the legacy of ECW? Oh, we, we figured that they were, we just figured they was doing it on purpose just to, you know, put the final nail in the coffin. People were getting paid. That's all that mattered. Yes. Well, they moved the time slot around several times between 2008 and 2009, still trying to find a good foothold. And uh, Did you see the fucking zombie? <laughs> and on February 2nd, 2010, Vince McMahon announced that ECW would be no more. And at that You know what Vince said at that fucking, that little thing? What, you know what he said in that interview? What's that? Did you people see the fucking zombie? <laughs> you just say it. Zombie, you mean the mummy. Wasn't he a zombie? I don't know what the hell he was. I the found was the WCW. music. He was the Yeti. <laughs> oh. Is that it? Is that what you remember? I think so. That sounds familiar. Kind of goes nowhere, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, you see, did you see the fucking zombie? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow! So, like, you, you couldn't even get a fake Enter Sandman, right? It was, it was something like, in a similar vein, like that. I think it was sort of, but they slowed it way down. It sounded like a shitty and fucking twisted transistor from corn. Yeah, or slowed down. Sum it up version of Sandman. Oh my god. Heck, your song has the shaky puddings. <laughs> I'm jamming. Fuck you, I'm not jamming. <laughs> so of all these retro figures that they've come out with, and they've got the ones of, of a lot of the former stars, I don't know, it still surprises me that they really do pick and choose who they want to who they want to push as far as the merchandise goes. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of collectors out there that are fans of ECW that would like to have action figures, or I should say more action figures come out of you guys. Am I the only one thinking that or. Sure. Make a yeah. figure, go for it. Yes. Like it. I think they should. I think they should. Look, they, they put me in the video game one year. Me too, but I was a hidden character you had to unlock. Me too. You were too? Wow. Mm -hmm. We were like their uh, dirty little secret. <laughs> <laughs> Got a kayfabe, these two fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> dirty little secret. The guilty pleasure. Wow. Yet again, another, another thing that because I wrestled Steve Austin, came back to pay dividends. Do you... Okay, do either one of you guys feel like with WCW and WWE, Vince could have easily gone ahead and he, he bought the product, so he had the library. And that's really what he wanted. He went ahead and put both products on TV just for the final fuck you. Do you think that's what he ultimately did? Ha <laughs> ha! 
Because this is a widely believed theory that Vince doesn't necessarily really help anyone. He does what he does for the sake of, you need me? I don't know. All I know is he left a shit ton of fucking money on the table. Mm-hmm. Even going way back to the invasion thing. They screwed that so four ways to Sunday. That angle wrote itself, and they still fucked it up. Because God forbid you made the ECW and the WCW guys look good. They could have had that and dragged it out for so long. Mm-hmm. So you really do think it boils down to just the pettiness of, yes, I'm yes. not going to put anyone over who was my competition. What right. made no sense? They weren't the competition. Right. He bought them. He owned yeah. them. Yeah. So if that is the logic he had. It makes absolutely no fucking sense. Put them with the WCW guys. That would have gave you enough people, and they could have made stars almost immediately. Well, a lot of the WCW guys were already big stars. Yeah, okay, so they didn't get Sting, and they didn't get Flair, and they didn't get Goldberg or Hall and Nash. He ended up bringing them in anyway. Right. Eventually. But now I know the whole money thing about throwing off the thing, but you didn't need to get them all at once. You could have trickled them in. Yeah. Between all the ECW guys that were there, Dreamer and Rob and Sabu and the Dudleys and Rhino was there, PJ was there, Spike was there. Who else? Balls and Axel were kind of there. You know, and you know, you throw in Booker T, DDP was there, uh, Lance was there. So you take all these guys. You had enough star power there. You didn't have to treat them like fucking jabronis. You could have made, pushed them as stars, like the NWO was doing when they first started, make them seem credible, and you could have dragged this thing out forever. Now, if you wanted the WWE guys to, to win the thing in the end, yeah, absolutely no problem with that. But they killed it in how long? It was pretty swift. A complete waste. Were there yeah, any- it was. Were there any guys that, you know, obviously you guys as trainers now, and, and Mikey, I mean, you have a, a who's who list of guys you've trained who've gone on to do great things. Was, Sitting home. Was there anybody who <laughs> you saw at the time that you looked at them and it, said <laughs> that you thought, man, this person really has the potential if they're used the right way, but then it just went to hell? Who, who did you think really had it but never got the opportunity during that whole invasion angle. I can't think of anybody specifically. What about you, Mike or uh, Jerry? Did, was there anybody who you, you thought that really had from a performance standpoint, really good, but yet just the way that whole angle went down that somebody could have really broken out, just never got that shot. I can't think of anyone offhand. It, it you know, it it just could have been such a great feud, interpromotional feud, but. Who was I the mean, only I, guy in WCW to break out? Booker T? Was he the only one? Booker, trying to think if there was anyone else. They fired Buff right away. Right. They brought Scott Steiner in, but that didn't work out so well. No. 
So I don't know who they brought in from WCW that actually Page? had a long, decent run there. He wasn't there that long. No. Well, he's a nephew was, with The Undertaker. Right. But that didn't last long, though. Yeah, I think it was just pretty much Booker. They could have done more with Rhino. Yeah. But they just sort of kept him. And, and Lance, Lance was there for a while. He did all right. Yeah. But I don't think they brought anybody in. And really, Booker was the only one that got over, over. Right. He just has, like I told you, there's people that have a natural charisma. Booker just has that charisma. You know, he's, he's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. You know, he's just an entertaining guy. Then you gave him King Booker. Forget, forget it. <laughs> that was, with that with that accent, it was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but it was great. And then his and wife who, hailing all hell, King Booker. To walk, I mean, come on, that's good shit. And who doesn't love the Spinneroonie? Spinneroonie, Spinneroonie. Sounds like Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Jerry, baby, we do the Spinneroonie. Dusty called me portly once. Portly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maggie, baby, you look a little appalling. <laughs> if you will. Our friends at Figures Toy Company uh, went ahead and they plugged the Mikey Whipwreck action figure. So I think that was really, really cool. And they also plugged the major, and I'm going to spell this out. Major Wrestling Figures pod as well, which is your boys, Mikey. They have, I did the open for them last week. That's awesome. That is such a great podcast, and it's a, like, I love it. I love it. I uh, I watched when Zach Ryder went off when he ordered a, an AWA ring that he thought he bought from somebody off of eBay that was supposed to be in mint condition. And when he found out there was a nick in the ring, oh, Lord. That was an that actual was, ring or a no toy a, ring? a toy ring. Oh, a toy I thought. Ring. Yeah, he was hot. So, but I just want to say thank you to Figures Toy Company who went ahead and posted the uh, the Mikey Whipwreck action figure that you can get as well. So go ahead, cruise on over to Figures Toy Company and get yourself a Mikey Whipwreck. There you go. You can also get a Jerry Lynn. So, yeah. You should you should go over there and get the get the action figures from the boys. Pretty soon they're gonna have the fucking handicap stall fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. would be terrific. little little pack of blue chews with it. <laughs> they can't put them in. It'd be a fucking choking hazard. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Oh God. I forget where I was going with this, but anyway. Oh, I was gonna say. We're just going to get – okay, first of all, okay, just, just to put this to rest right now. Yeah. The three people that were in the three-way dance, which will happen, uh, you're all winners. When? You're all going to get your, your autographed pictures of Mikey and Jerry. There we go. That's it? I still want to see them. Oh, we're going to have them on, but they're, they're okay. all, they're all going to win, yes. Freeland, yeah. you fuck this up to no, to no fucking end. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, we're used to having things be a fucking shit show around here, but this this takes the cake. This is a whole new level of fucking shit. I mean, it's been fucking weeks and weeks. 
I'll get them on. They'll be on individually. When? When? Okay. You've been saying this for a fucking month. We have to get their schedules lined up, all right? How long does that take? Well, sometimes it can take a lot when we Hold record. On. Hold on. He's going to fucking DM someone right now. God damn it. That's what he's going to oh, do. Oh, no. Or he's going to fucking- I'm calling fucking Metallica 7X3862. Oh, my God. See? Hold the fuck up. Let's see if he answers. See what happens. Is this Metallica 73X something? <laughs> this is Mikey. Hey, how's it going? It's going fucking peachy. You can't hear Jerry and Freeland because we're recording now. <laughs> when, oh, are you, okay. when are you coming on the fucking podcast? Whenever I get invited on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You haven't been invited yet? No. No. Freeland, did, are you hearing this? Wait, hold on a second. Did we got you fucking cum stain? Do you listen to this? <laughs> Hold uh, hold on a second. Metallica seven X three six seven two one six. Tell Freeland cut a promo with Randy Savage on Freeland right now. Call him Mick Cumstain and to get this contest underway. You want me to cut a promo on Freeland? Yeah, about yes. in the Macho Man. Call him yes. a Cumstain about getting this contest underway. Mike Freeland, yeah. You know I came back. I came back all the way here. No, I'll tell you, boys, I'll tell you, yeah, you came, you didn't get a hold of me, you did maybe two weeks ago, and I haven't heard a thing since, you just left me in the stratosphere, just floating out in space, yeah, well, you're being a real cum stain, yeah, real plot waffle, and I'll tell you what, if I ever see you, boy, I'm gonna come down, and I'm gonna drop the elbow, and you're never gonna get up, no, you're not, and it doesn't matter if you take your bluechew.com, you're still not gonna be able to get it up yet. Thank you very much. Wow. I will, uh, I'll, I'll have this fucking guy try to get a hold of you when we get this contest underway. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you very much. Sure, no problem. But, yeah, that was real fucking difficult, fucking cum stain. <laughs> See? I, I, what was so hard about that? He says to me, I feel most what? likely I'll have to end up doing it while I'm at work because I typically uh. work. 8 p.m. Right. to 4 a.m. He just answered oh. the phone right now at 10.21 p.m. Eastern. He's probably at work right now. He answered the phone. He just got a fucking promo. What's the problem? Mikey, where can people find the pins? And uh, what's the website they can go to? Zombiesailor.com. Zombiesailor.com. You guys can go ahead and click you on that website. You see the website. zombie like that ECW bullshit? Yes. What they did yeah, to Hogan. The fucking zombie. Mm-hmm. See, what's old is new again. No, that was the Yeti. Or Tony Schiavone would say, it's the Yeti! If you're enjoying what we are doing, then head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com. You can go ahead and get yourself a Mikey Ripa or Jerry Lynn t-shirt, or you can get the official FRM Pod merchandise. Or if you'd like to go ahead and go to our shop itself, you'll have expanded uh, options of merchandise. You can go to shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash FRM Pod. And if you would so be inclined, we would appreciate it. if you'd go on over to iTunes, give us a five star review, let us know. Look at your look at your look at your phone. Oh Lord! Hold on! <laughs> oh no! Hold on! Hold on! It's 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 loading. Hold on! It hasn't loaded on my phone oh yet. My Hold God. on! Oh, it loaded. 
What in the... F- Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week on Front Row Material. The world of NLP.